for this morning's word let me just take you right into the gospel of john chapter 16 and verse 19. you know when we come to church every sunday morning usually on a sunday morning you know and uh, when the uh, you know we we've been training our kids during the week and trying to teach them how to behave how not to behave but on the way to church when we are about to reach church you know in the last five seven minutes before reaching church is when we give our kids instructions we tell them hey today is a day you're not going to play during the worship you're not going to hit anybody you're not going to you know be running around you're not going to be you know tearing off pages from anybody's bible you know you're like trying to uh, you're, you're you're trying to you know bring everything that you have taught these guys over the last five six years into into three minutes of uh, you know this is how we want you to behave types you know because we're just three minutes away from the church you better behave if you want an ice cream today uh, you know we try to bribe them with everything possible and 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 I think that you know that that what what we do at the last few minutes before we are about to shift our seasons it shows what is really valuable for us. It shows what is really important for us. And if you study the voice, the words of Jesus right before he was crucified, you would understand the things that were really, really important for Jesus. These are the things that were really on the heart of Jesus. And let me read this out for you. This is the Gospel of John chapter 16 and verse 19. Jesus was you know in a conversation with his friends with his disciples you know with the people that he was very close to and he realized that they wanted to ask him about it so he so he said he said see you know these guys were cowards you know they're like i want to ask it but you know i don't know if jesus will take offense with it or if we should ask or not so jesus is like okay i know you want to ask it so i will i will voice out your question and i will may help you ask your question are you asking yourself what I meant when I said in a little while you won't see me? Is that what you're thinking about in your head? Because just the last chapter Jesus had said in a little while you will see me no more. But after I have gone the Holy Spirit will come. The Holy Spirit will come and teach you and guide you and equip you, strengthen you in everything that you need to do. He will, he will help you. But 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 you know these guys did not have the audacity to really ask Jesus for more clarification and Jesus is asking hey is that what you is that what you're asking and in a little while you won't see me the next line he says but a little while after that you will see me again in a little while you will not see me and a little while after that you will see me again who was he talking about he was talking about the presence of the Holy Spirit Jesus is telling these guys something that is really important something that is very heavy on his heart something that they need to catch before he leaves something that they cannot forget even if they forget the sermon on the mount even if they forget you know the the teaching about forgiveness all of the other things they cannot forget this he's saying this is important you better remember this in a little while I'm gone but in a little while I'm gonna come back but that person is gonna be the person of the Holy Spirit who's gonna come back to you give me the next verse verse 20 I tell you the truth when I'm gone he said you will weep and you will mourn over what is going to happen to me in other words Jesus said that when I leave when this season of 
mine of walking on this earth is over the, the transition will be such that it's going to cause you to weep and mourn over me the change of seasons is always not very pleasant you know that nobody likes change nobody enjoys change let it be climate change let it be a change of a house i mean any changes which require a lot of work that you you don't want to put that kind of work into action you know we don't like it and, and jesus is saying that's going to happen to you when i go away when i'm gone you're going to weep you're going to mourn over what is going to happen to me but the world will rejoice right so uh, he, he, what he is saying is see this season that is ahead of you is a season of transition it is a season where you will grieve but the world will look at you and they will rejoice they will be happy saying man look at this guy he lost his job again look at this guy he has no clue about who god is look at this guy he has you know all the wrong things going on in his life they are going to laugh at you jesus said because of the change of seasons in your life and let me tell you at the beginning of 2019 when we entered this year one of the word that god released over the church was that this is going to be a year of great joy and i also taught you this at that time the very fact that i'm telling you this is going to be a year of great joy means that there will be opportunities for you to not be joyful means that there is going to be tremendous places where you will have to grieve where you will have to where you may be disappointed where you will have losses where you will have things that you know and that is where god comes in and says hey this is why you need great joy not natural earthly happiness but great joy a joy that i can give you amen and jesus said it to these guys he said he said hey this transition when i go away from you will be such that it is going to cause you to weep it is going to cause you to mourn when some things that is in your hands it's taken away you thought that this is going to be your life for the rest of your life and then things change you thought that this is you know going from good to better to best and all of a sudden boom and everything is fallen to ashes and, and it's crazy the season is going crazy and all that you are able to do in that season is to mourn and grieve over that season to mourn and to cry and and, and jesus said hey yes yes you will grieve read that line with me yes you will grieve but your grief come on read that line loudly it will suddenly turn to wonderful joy yes this is a season when when you may have had to grieve this is a season when you may have had to look at you know the world may have looked at you and they would have been happy that you don't have what they have this may be a season this may have been that one year when you know things went crazy in your life when you when the things that you you thought you have figured out the things that you have you thought are settled in my life the things that you thought are you know in place where the very things that got you know ruffled up and everything became uncomfortable and she said yes you will grieve but there is going to come a point when your grief will suddenly be turned suddenly be turned into wonderful joy suddenly it will turn to wonderful joy what will happen because the next season will begin right give me the next line he says it will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor 
You know, you know, it's it's not pleasant being in a labor room. I'm I have preached about this plenty of times, and because this morning my wife is sitting on the first row, I'm not going to preach about this. But you know, it, it, it says that it's it will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. It's not, it's not, you know, pleasant to be in that place. It's easy for men to stand and say, "Hey, wait," and. You can do better, you can do this and all of that we can say. I, I thought if my voice doesn't work, at least Jen Johnson's voice will work for my wife, but it didn't. <laughs> she outright rejected it. She said, just keep the room quiet. You know, just, you know, just be silent. Give me my space. And, and you know, we, 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 we may think that, hey, my pain is the biggest pain. Nobody understands my pain. That's because nobody has gone through what you have gone through. You know, each, you ask any, any, any mother who has ever delivered and have had to go through labor pains. I know several people, really blessed people in our church who have no labor pains. They, they give birth to babies like, okay, uh, you know, piece of cake. But, but thank God for that. That is amazing. But talk about women who have had to go through labor pains, eh? And you will tell, and you, if you try to tell them, hey, my, my hand is hurting and it is hurting like, you know, labor pain, they will, you know, man, they, they are going to go crazy at you. And, 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 and Jesus says that this grief that you will experience when the transition happens will be like the grief or will be like the pain or it will be like the labor that a pregnant woman would have at the fullness of her time. You should understand this pain, if it comes three months before, it's not healthy. It has to come at the fullness of time, at the right time. When the season finishes is when the, when the pain has to come. In that moment of transition, and every pregnant mother knows this, that that pain is a temporary pain. But when you're in that pain, you feel like the world is about to end. When you're in that season, you feel like, man, everything is over. This is it. There's no more life. There is no more promises. There is no more God. Nothing else beyond this. You, you know, you, you, you're just about to like, you know, give up everything at that moment. And Jesus is saying, hey, but, but when, that, when that transition is done and when her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. In other words, what Jesus is trying to do is compare the previous line. You remember the previous line? He said, yes, you will have grief, but then your grief will suddenly turn into wonderful joy. You remember that? Yeah, now Jesus is saying, how will it happen? It will happen when like a pregnant lady, pregnant mother, that you would go through that labor pain in order to bring forth something new. When you're seeing your suffering, when you're seeing your struggle, when you're seeing your problems as a channel to give birth to something beautiful, to give birth to something glorious. And see, you should understand, when you're in that phase, you may feel like this is going to last forever. Ask Joseph, you know, when he's in the pit. It may feel like, man, this is, this is, I don't know how long I have to do this. Ask him when he is serving in Potiphar's house. He'll be thinking, man, this, is this how my, the rest of my life is going to be? It may look like forever. 
ask him when he's rotting away in the jail. Even after he helped the king's personal assistants and the personal assistants who he helped and he preached to and he gave a word to, forgot him. Can you imagine how he would have felt? Being in that place where he's like, man, how long is my labor pains going to last? But you know, the, the, the good thing is that he had, he had an ultrasound of his baby. Long time back, when his life began, God had given him a dream. God had shown him that one day, one day, you will be standing in a place of authority. Your father, your mother, your brothers and sisters, they'll all come and bow down before you. He had seen an ultrasound of the baby that is coming. I thank God for people in this place who have a vision of where they are going to. I thank God for people that know who they are giving birth to. I thank God for people that know what they are producing with their lives. I thank God for people that know that you're called to bear fruit and that bearing fruit sometimes requires you to go through grief seasons, seasons of pain, seasons of labor. And this morning the Lord is saying, hey, you may, have, you may have looked at this year and said, this was not a year of joy for me. That's because you don't understand. This, is a, this was a transition. This is a transition into something big, something great. It is a tiny movement. It may look like 365 days, but it's a tiny movement. It's a small movement in God's calendar, in God's clock. And God says, hey, 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 go back, go back, go back. It says, when her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy. Yes, you may have anguish. Yes, you may have pain. Yes, you may have grief. But it is in that space, in that season of being, you know, being, being uh, able to... Uh, be patient, be, 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 be kind in the, in the midst of all the temptations to be rude and angry and, 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 and fight for yourself and avenge people that hurt you and, and go take things into your own hands and go steal and you know kill and all those things. Instead of doing that, if you would just remain still in this season and just say, okay, I, I'm just going to stay here because my anguish is going to give way to joy. When I see my baby, when I see the, the fruit of all my life, when I see that, my anguish will give way to joy. Give me the next line. It says, so you have sorrow now, but, but the Lord says, I will, I will see you again. Some of you, you're, you're saying, Lord, I need more encounters from you. But there are seasons in your, in your life where God may not necessarily give you encounters. You know why? Those are better seasons because that is when God is developing your faith. So when you have a lot of encounters, you're not really walking by faith. Just, just, just be real about it, okay? When you're seeing visions, when you're seeing, when you're hearing prophetic and you know, and you know what exactly is going to come next, you're relying on the prophet, you're relying on the visions, you're more than walking by faith. And Jesus said it like this, he said, blessed are those who don't see and yet believe. And, and, and this is a season, hey, when the Lord says, yes, there will be a season when you don't see me, when you don't have encounters with me, but then I will reveal myself. I will give you myself once again. Then I will, then you will see me again. And that will be the reason for you to rejoice. So this morning, I know that several people in this place, you're saying, okay, all the things in my life is working out fine, but I don't see, I don't see God 
working in my life. I don't, I, all of you guys keep saying that God is doing that, God is doing this. I don't see that in my life. I don't understand that in my life. That is where you have to just trust Him. You need to know that He is there. You like it or not, He is working for you. You like it or not, He is still a good father. You like it or not, He is, he is working in ways that you and I cannot see. That He is providing for you. He is interceding for you in heaven. He is making sure that all things will work together for your good. He is making sure that everything will bring, everything in your life will ultimately bring Him glory. He is working on your life. And that requires a lot of, a lot of faith. It says, and then when you see me again at work in your life, then you will rejoice. And somebody read it out loudly with me. And come on, loudly, come on. And no one can rob you of that joy. There is a joy that comes from experiencing closer, deeper intimacy with God. That nothing else can give you no amount of singing no amount of church attendance no amount of praying nothing there is a there is a joy that comes from your personal relationship with God nobody can give you that joy if you are lacking joy this morning let me let me tell you to go let me remind you it's your season to go back into your prayer closet it's your season to go back into a deeper personal relationship with God's word God's presence prayer worship go back into that place and because that is where you will receive the joy that nobody will be able to take it away from you that is where you will see God that is where you will experience God that is where you will enjoy God you know Jesus when he walked on this earth he was faced with massive rejections massive criticisms but the reason he could stay still the reason he could continue to be you know you know active and purposeful with his life is because every night after all the disciples sleeps he would go back into his closet and he would begin to pray that was his place where his joy got renewed amen when you see me again that then you will go back when you see me again you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy amen verse 23 let's read it out together at that time you won't you won't even need to ask me for anything and i tell you the truth you will ask the father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name verse 24 and when he does give you that you haven't done this before ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy see what what jesus is saying is this hey you're in the season of transition right now the season of transition is painful but if you if you are faithful through the season of transition don't give up don't freak out through the season go to the next season see the fruit of this season of your life and then you go to the next season and then you see that hey i have uh you know I have taken you through then you spend time with me restore your joy in that season of close intimacy with me is where your prayers will get answered we are wondering I'm asking using the name of Jesus why is my prayers not getting answered let me ask you where is your intimacy where is your closeness it says in that place where you see me again and I see you in that place of intimacy that is where you ask the father anything 
not just spiritual things not just physical things anything using my name you can ask in that place where you have when you have the joy that the world cannot rob you when you have that security in Christ when you when you are in that place where you are firmly rooted in your relationship with God and then you ask anything in my name anything in my name Jesus saying you will get it and because you get it you will have more abundant joy so there are joys in three different seasons can i explain that to you once again the first joy is when you see your baby the second joy is when you see jesus the third joy is when you see the results of your prayers the answers to your prayers the first joy is a joy that turns from anguish to sudden wonderful joy right you're going through a season of anguish but suddenly you see the results of what you've been enduring and you experience joy the second joy is the joy that you experience in your closeness in your intimacy with Jesus when you spend time with Jesus and you get a joy that nobody can take away from you and the third joy is the joy that you get when God answers your prayers 2020 i believe that we're going to see some crazy answered prayers 2020 i believe that will be a year when we will see i mean one of the things that we've been praying for is baptisms every month we will see that in 2020 i believe that we are believing that we believing for that we we've been praying for every person in our church that is desiring for marriage to be married we're going to see that in 2020 we 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 we've been praying that there will be people in our church that will rise up as as missionaries and they will go to other parts of this nation and and plant churches and we will see that in 2020 you know we've been praying that 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 there will be people in our church who will have their own houses your own houses your own lands your own properties in this city in this nation and you will see that in 2020 everything that god has meant for you you don't have to wait for another 30 years we will see that in 2020 we will believe god for that and then when we see the answers to our prayers we will have abundant joy I'm telling you our season of joy is not getting over this was only a transition we are going from joy into greater joy we are going to just great joy into wonderful joy we are going from wonderful joy to a more intimate joy that the world cannot rob away from that intimate joy we are going to go to a place of abundant joy the joy that comes out of abundance experiencing abundance amen come on just lift up your hands and this place father in the name of jesus we just pray and we bless your children with joy we release your grace we release your presence we release your voice we release these scriptures upon your children this morning and we pray that the ones that are going through a season of labor a season of pain a season of challenges i pray that this this morning you would give them fresh hope that this morning you would give them a fresh perspective you would give them that ultrasound vision of what is coming their way you would give them a revelation of where they are headed to lord let them experience that that joy of waiting for their baby to be born in the midst of all the anguish and and i pray and i speak against hopelessness in the name of jesus and i pray this morning daddy that there will be a deeper sense of intimacy with god that every person in this house will have a deep up close personal relationship with jesus and that will bring us a joy that the world cannot steal away i will bring us a joy that the world can take away 
And Father, I also pray for a, a, a joy that comes from abundance, a, an abundant joy. We thank you, Lord, for this next year, this year, we're going to see answered prayers like never before. We are called to go from glory to glory, from victory to victory, from faith to faith. So we thank you, Lord, for the answers that are going to come as a result of, 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 of your timing and, and everything falling into place over our lives. We thank you, Lord, because because in the fullness of time you will give us the things that we have prayed for that we have asked for we thank you especially because our church we will have a building of our own we thank you because we will have our own land we thank you because we will have our own training centers we thank you because we will have a place where we can host hundreds and thousands of people and 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 and, and bring a place make it a place where people can come and receive from you daddy Oh God, we love you. Oh God, we love you. Oh God, we love you. We give you all the praise this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody. Give Jesus praise.